0: I did the Pearl Jam tickets the other day? The I know you got the fan club XRT, tickets, but or, or, or the no the oh. just regular on sale okay. tickets. And I got Hamilton for me and Brian on to go to the Hamilton show. Oh, really? March twenty fourth. Wow. Nice. On spring break. Nice. Um, he's been into them lately.
1: Uh, do you want to know? So I am really disoriented. So earlier uh you were heading over at 9 30 and my clock was an hour off and that really (laughs) threw me off but you texted me this last week Mm -hmm. and you mentioned passports and i and i didn't ask you but i'm thinking like why does he need passports to go to the hamilton show
0: Like Hamilton. Oh, you thought Hamilton the play? No, Hamilton, Ontario. Right, right, right. Yeah, the Pearl Jam concert in Hamilton. Okay, now it's all coming together.
1: (laughs) And I and I didn't ask because of risk of sounding stupid. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I'll figure it out later. Yeah, yeah. it'll all come
0: together. Um. So we obviously we need to get passport and like you know i i don't i'm not some fancy international traveler so i don't have the passport and like last time i was in canada evidently it was before 911 and we didn't need passports right. to go
1: you uh better get it tomorrow
0: i know i well i i should be good to go i it's they say 6 to 8 weeks tuesday will be 8 weeks and everything that i'm it, I talked to our people at work, our international people at work, mm-hmm. and a couple of other people at work, right. and a friend who just got a passport. and She sent away for hers in early January, mm-hmm. and they told her it be she should have it February first. So sure. I, I should be good. Right. But um, and even I figure if they say on the website six to eight weeks, they're they're giving you like the long, you know, the max. Right. I'm sure. But you, anyway,
1: you don't have a history, right? Uh,
0: that I'm going to be denied. I don't know. Not under this Maybe name. Maybe it gets th- hold up. Not under this name, no. Held <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it gets holed up. Wow. <laughs> I'm off. <laughs> so um, anyway, so we have to get passports. And to get a passport, you need a birth certificate. Mm-hmm. So um, I have in my mind that I don't, the only, and the birth certificate, it's very clear on the website, has to be signed. It has to be like an official one signed by like, a county official like from a county as official. opposed to the xerox copy <laughs> the one <No>. that's <laughs> as <laughs> opposed that's made to made on your inkjet as opposed to the one that i have which is a hospital one that like the hospital issues to you and like the doctor signs <laughs> it and like it has the hospitals like right. insignia or whatever and that's the one that i have always thought of as my birth certificate right and like in my mind that's what i've always used right. and it's always been fine nobody has ever questioned it but they're very explicit about what they need and i'm like okay i'm not going to like play games with this so because i didn't know until last week that we were going i didn't have time to like order one or whatever mm-hmm. so i go i'm i was born in Peoria <laughs> and i go to their website and they were like it's going to be 5 to 7 days so, okay, I don't have five to seven days to get it and then fill out all the paperwork and everything. So, I decide, all right, I got to drive to Peoria to pick up a birth certificate. Did you? Okay. So, Friday, this all, this all like comes together in my head Friday morning.
1: I thought you were gonna tell me that you've called like some mafia guy like Jimmy two times to <laughs> print you up a birth certificate. Oh
0: no! So I decided to forge a birth certificate <laughs> and then talk about it on a podcast with millions of listeners. Um. So uh, Friday, I leave work. I go to work, and I'm like, I gotta go do this. And so I leave work. I drive to Peoria. Drive like it's like two and a half out two two hours and forty five minutes there because I sit in traffic by Joliet for some stupid overturned semi for okay. like half an hour. What a jerk! I go in. I go inside. <laughs> it takes like seven minutes from the time I leave my car, go inside, come back out to get it. Like it's no time at all, and they they have my birth certificate, no okay. problem. So I get in the car to come back, and um make it home, you know, another two and a half hours back. And then, so, you know, that's pretty much the entire day on Friday. So then Friday night, I'm like, okay, I got to get the rest of the stuff together. So I look for Brian, my son Brian's birth certificate. And I go to the safe and I'm going through like all, okay, there's my other kids, there's like all this other stuff. And then what do I pick up? voila, a copy of my birth certificate (laughs) from 1993 that I have absolutely no recollection of ever having. And it's dated 1990. It looks exactly like the one that I got, only it's got a different date on it, a different, you know, and I was so certain, like 100% sure that I had never seen this birth certificate before And when, but then when I saw it, like I had a vague recollection of seeing it before, but like if I hadn't ever, if I hadn't looked at it, it would, I would have never been like, oh yeah, I have one. Right. So the entire trip down to Peoria, just absolutely wasted. And it's just another example of a number of things in the past few months where I've been so certain of something And then found out that I was wrong.
1: Makes you question everything.
0: Well, my daughter likes Taylor Swift, okay? Okay. And she got this, um, she got a Taylor Swift tour t-shirt when we went to see her like in June of 2018, June 1st of 2018, we went to Soldier Field. She got a tour t-shirt and on the back it has, you know, all the tour dates and whatever. And... One of the tour dates is in Foxborough, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. So I look, I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, they misspelled Foxborough. And they spelled it Fox, F O X B O R O U G H. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's not how you spell it. And I, and I was, I didn't even look it up. I was so sure. I was like, that's not how you spell it. I remember years ago, talking to my dad about this and watching like a Patriots game and seeing that the Patriots played in Foxborough Stadium, in Foxborough, Massachusetts, and Foxborough Stadium was B-O-R-O, not B-O-R-O-U-G-H. Right. So I was like so certain, and I made like such a big deal to Ellie, to all my kids. Were you like rubbing it in? Yeah, like, look, they... they, Ellie, Taylor Swift can't even (laughs) spell. No, I was just like, how does somebody like huge like Taylor Swift... How did they make such a mistake? And then, and that was like last year. And then it came up; I, she wore it again or something. And something told me just to like check on it, mm-hmm. and I was wrong. It's B O R O U G H. But the stadium where I think I, I don't even they want to—I don't them. even want to be too certain of this—but <laughs> I think that I read that the stadium that the Patriots used to play in—they call—they spelled that B O R O. Foxboro instead okay. of B.O. But I was so certain that they had messed up this t shirt and they didn't. I was just wrong. And it just drives me crazy that I can be that certain about things and well, then just I mean, completely wrong. We're two people that are so right, you just get
1: used to it. <laughs> yeah. That's so, right. I mean, it's pretty rattling when that this happens. And it's really, really unexpected. It's pretty much like finding out that water isn't a you know, water isn't wet. It's just like, wait, <laughs> hang on a second here. The sensation of being, yeah, what is this right. I'm
0: feeling? Well, not not being wrong, but a revelation that I had was when I found out that the word never mind is actually two words and not one word. Okay. Like when you're like, hey, can you do this for me? Oh, never mind. Like right. that's two words. Okay. For years, did I thought it was one word. Did Kurt Coben convince you that, <laughs> that it was it, one was, word? I never even, <laughs> is that one word in the... The name of I'd the album? To,
1: well, like, I don't know.
0: I don't know either. But, like, the only time it's one word is in that phrase, like, pay pay something, never no mind or something, no never mind or something like that. I don't know. Some, like, old colloquial <laughs> phrase or something. But it just never occurred to me that it might be two words. So finding out that it was two words were just mind-boggling to me. So
1: Man. I hey, I hear you.
0: It's rough. Um, so Kobe Bryant died today. That should tell you that we're recording this late. Um, and it's sad. But like, not to feel, not to be coarse or anything. But I wasn't like really sad about it. I think it's that separation of like a celebrity versus somebody that you actually know. You know.
1: Yeah. well, I, It's I mean so it sucks, you, right.
0: But can we keep, I don't know. I, Maybe it's just because I don't have any connection to the guy. I don't have any like feelings, right. any emotional past with the Lakers or Kobe. No, Bryant I think
1: you No, know, I I think when you look at like his age and we've known of him since we were right. Um, early college or late high school early well i or? mean he he was born
0: in august of 78 you and i were born in april of seventy eight, so it's essentially he was a year behind us right i think so and he is the first player that i ever heard of that went directly from high school to the pros mm-hmm. which is pretty impressive kevin
1: garnett preceded him i think
0: he was before Kobe Bryant. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so yeah, yeah ma- that might be right. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, that's probably right. But um, and like, I mean, it's I was more upset about his daughter dying than you know that's sad too. And I just think oh like, well, yeah, poor, you know his poor kids, his poor other kids, like you know lost their dad and whatever. But um, and maybe like if 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 I was talking to my son Brian and. He's, like, into basketball and whatever, and but, like, he doesn't really know Kobe. I mean, he knows Kobe Bryant, but, like, you know. But I said, you know, can you think of anybody that you would actually be upset about, like, if they died? Like, not family, but, like, anybody that you would be upset about. Right. And he thought of one person and the, the same person that I thought of that he would say, which is Anthony Rizzo. Okay. And like he he loves Anthony Rizzo. And like um I said, Well what about Chris Bryant? And he said, Chris Bryant's money hungry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, whatever. But um so maybe I mean maybe that would be different. But like
1: Depends on what you're into. So, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I'm just so separated from the NBA. Like, I I don't right. really care about it. But right, like, right.
1: but for like, me, I liked Tom Petty, and that right. didn't really bother me. For me, no, I think for me, Chris Cornell was yeah. a, was a really bad one because of the the uh, the um, attachment I had to his music. Yeah.
0: And
1: the. <clears throat> You know the way he he could write. He's one of the artists who was talking to me, right? Like yeah. I felt like I felt like I knew him through music, and, right? Uh, and he and he understood me somehow. Yeah. I mean, on a few songs because he had some fucked up shit, but <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's what you're into. I I think if like Ryan Sandberg had passed away when we were kids possibly it might have been yeah different.
0: maybe um. <clears throat> I don't know I I've, and, I mean surely there's been some celebrity that I've been and like you know I was like not to shit on him or anything but I was never a Chris Cornell fan really so right. that didn't really affect me at all like it sucked but mm. like um, you know when Michael Jackson died it wasn't I wasn't like I was like yeah, that sucks, but I didn't right. like lay in bed and cry about it or something. But um, I, I don't know. I just um, th- th- what what it made me think of was how, and I think I don't remember who was making this point. Maybe the writer John Ronson, or um, I don't know, some some writer. Um, the WTF podcast made it one, made this point one time. And I think it's true about how media is so fractured now and like, you know, 80 million people or something watched the cheers series finale Mm -hmm. and you know, like tens of millions of people used to watch Seinfeld every week or whatever. But now, like even the highest rated shows on television, you're looking at like, you know, 5 million, 10 million people or whatever. People just, there's not that central thing that people all experience together. You know, there's like the Super Bowl.
1: Right. And but Monday Night Football and Sunday Night Football. Those are the highest rated shows. Are they the highest
0: rated shows? Okay. But even that, like people aren't. It's not a popular. It's not. It's not a cultural discussion where everybody's coming together to talk about things the way that it used to be like years ago. Well, I and I don't know because I
1: think like I know that you've been out of the loop on like shows, but I know th- I th- like right one off the top of my head is The Walking Dead. Right, and The and Walking
0: the, Dead and the right. the other one about the. The one that just ended, the um, the, like medieval one or whatever. Oh, um,
1: Game of Thrones. Game of yeah, Thrones, right? And are- like,
0: yeah, people. And I, I would be interested to know like what the viewership of that was, but uh, the the point that this guy was making was, in like politics too, like people come <laughs> together on politics, but it's really just to argue about it because <laughs> everybody you know has their own particular viewpoints. But the only thing that brings Our culture together as one with the same feeling over one thing is a celebrity death. Because everybody is aware of it. Right. Everybody feels, you know, everybody's mourning it in some way. Even like, you know, I'm mourning Kobe Bryant. Like, I'm not, you know... Some people, there are people tonight that aren't going to sleep because they're so upset about it. Right. And that's an, you know, if that's the way you feel, that's the way you feel. And then there's people on the other end of the spectrum that, like, don't, it won't really give it too much thought other than, like, a human being died and that's always horrible. But, like, it's something that everybody is aware of and everybody reacts to at the same time. And we just don't have that many things like that anymore. You know, even, even like even with something political, even with like this impeachment stuff, right. you know, like it's been really interesting to me starting Twitter for this show a couple of weeks ago. And I've been spending a fair amount of time on Twitter just to see like how obsessed and like I follow a variety of people. But like if you follow certain people on Twitter, you would think that there's. Nothing else in the world going on besides this impeachment stuff. Right. But then some people, like, don't even pay attention to it at all. And I ha- I didn't watch one second of any of it. And I haven't really read much coverage about it. But, but we're all just in our little, like, capsules of awareness, you know. Right. And it's easy to do that because we have so many different channels uh, right. of it, you know.
1: We have options now.
0: Right. Whereas before, like, you only had a few TV right. stations, you know, and everybody was watching right. the Cosby show on Thursday night, you know. Right.
1: And, and I mean, now, who watches network TV? I, I was mean, wondering and, well, yeah, So, like, I rip on network TV because the writing is horrible. It's repetitive. And they are not busting out any real good shows, but like the hot thing and it probably always has been are, are like cop shows, yeah, doctor shows, shows and, yeah. and like firefighter shows. Yeah, so, and there's right. like one more like Rob Lowe's like Lone Star Nine One One or which I think he's a firefighter. But it's <clears throat> there's nothing to watch but but there are there's that one show um this is us or just us? oh this is us yeah i know mm-hmm. i'm I've pretty sure that's it, but it's,
0: popular but i yeah. mean i'm
1: not watching it because it's on network tv <laughs> so i there's so really... would
0: you check it but would you check it out like on netflix if, if it's on netflix would you just like because i i see what like i don't there's only one show that like broke my rule really and i
1: recently found it. it's um lucifer so somehow this uh, show called Lucifer started off on Fox. Okay. Like, and I have no idea how how it was on network TV because when you watch it, you're who's you, in that? Um, this English guy. Is it and, Idris Elba? Uh, no, no. No. Okay. Um, this British guy and other
0: other actors i'm horrible at actors <laughs> names now yeah I, I um but i think i have heard of it but i don't know why i've heard of b- it I, uh,
1: but the first three seasons were were on um uh fox and then season four and the upcoming season f- five which is the last one is on netflix and, okay. and it it's uh, it's just really shocking. So while I rip on network TV, they're just like anything else. There, there are hidden gems out right. there. But yeah. I mean, overall, there's really nothing on network yeah. TV, and well, and that is possibly why you know there aren't any any more Seinfelds or. Cheers out there because yeah. there there's nothing original on network tv
0: well there is this <clears throat> ted danson show that's been on for a few years um right i don't know what it's i forget what it's called um, the J- heaven show or yeah, something yeah, yeah. um i don't think it's called the heaven show <laughs> but but like i mean i don't i don't watch tv not from some elitist i mean i love tv and i would watch it a lot but just my like he thinks he's being watched that's why he (laughs) no longer watches tv i I, I don't want my tv to watch me no just the living situation doesn't really permit it very well so i haven't watched anything for a few years really but there are shows that i hear about and i'm like oh i would i would check that out and like I, i i've heard good things about this is us and um my mom really liked some show about a bunch of friends or something. Friends? No, <laughs> no, that wasn't it. Um, I forget what it what what it was called. And then, but I did watch a show with her called. Uh, it was one of those Chicago Fire. Fire. PD. One of those. Um, there's Ch- Fire PD and, and med. med Chicago yeah, Med. Yeah. 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 And I, I watched one of those with, and she she liked them, and I watched an episode with her one night, mm-hmm. and I was sucked in immediately. Right. I was like, oh, I this is this is in. in I mean, it Dave was,
1: was an extra on, on uh, Chicago Fire, I think. But, oh,
0: was he? Yeah,
1: yeah. When he was living up here, okay, might have been back in 2015, maybe.
0: Has it been on that long? I think his
1: part was like edited out, but they had him like wait around for like hours and hours yeah. and hours. So, but I think his part was
0: was edited. Well, we out. had. Did you ever? Mister Wheeler was our, I don't know, seventh or eighth grade history teacher.
1: Uh, I think
0: eighth. Yeah, eighth. Eighth grade. Did eighth you? Grade. Do you remember him? His extra part. He was an extra. Yeah, he in a movie was with, less or less
1: than zero. I less think with zero Michael J. Fox, right?
0: Oh, I thought it was Bright Lights Big City. Oh, maybe it I've was. never I even heard of it, oh. less than zero. What is less than was zero? Was Bright Lights Big City? In, okay, well, it's one of these movies, Bright Lights Big City or Less Than Zero. But and he had two scenes. He had one scene where he was like bathroom. The bathroom, at, it, the bathroom yeah, yeah. scene, I think, was the second one. Okay. But the first one, he was like having dinner. With this woman Rose. Right. And it they like starts on him, him and Rose. Okay. And then it pans up to Michael J. Fox. But you can see him very clearly. And then in another scene, either or before that or after that, right. yeah, he's in a bathroom and you just see him walk by. And I, I vividly remember him like, you know, pausing it and showing us that he was in these movies. That's kind of cool, you yeah. know. Michael J. Fox movies. It is.
1: May was was Michael J. Fox in Bright Lights, Big City?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay.
1: Well, then then it probably wasn't. Michael J. Fox probably wasn't even in Less Than Zero. I don't even know I, what I, that was. Well, i, I got to look that well, up. Well, I mean, less than zero? that was the movie with uh, the Bengals' Hazy sh- Shade of Winter.
0: Okay, well. <clears throat> I think. I mean, I was obsessed with Michael J. Fox when I was a kid because I loved Family Ties and I loved... Uh, Back to the Future. Um, So I was very disappointed when I watched Bright Lights, Big City, because it's not a child appropriate movie at all. And I didn't really understand it. And uh, okay, less than zero. Yeah, that's Andrew McCarthy. Is Michael J. Fox even in that? Andrew like McCarthy, I, Jamie Gertz, Robert Downey, James Okay, like Spader. I said, I'm really not a movie <laughs> expert. I haven't
1: really watched many, many movies at all. So, Mr. Wheeler, oh, Bret
0: Easton Ellis wrote the okay. the novel that it was on.
1: Do you Do you remember Mr. Wheeler telling us a story of his dogs' names? I do, and one I, of them was uh, Hold, Hold the, the Mayo. mayo. But the other one, I can't remember. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it's catch up something or no.
0: Don't eat broccoli. Don't eat bro. Okay. Don't eat. Yeah. So he would. He told us that he had these two dogs. And one of them was named Hold the Mayo. One of them was named Don't Eat Broccoli. And the picture that he painted was that he would like, you know, they would be outside and he yell would, their names. He'd be out, like, yeah. "Don't eat broccoli. Hold the Mayo." <laughs> and you know, I don't. I don't, I don't know if, you know, I guess that's true. I don't know. But there was, um, let's just talk about Mr. Wheeler all hour. But there was also an instance, do you remember the, the, like, hour-long story that he told the one day? And it was, like, throughout the entire school? No. Okay, so there was a particular day where he, I I had his class. I don't remember if I was in that class with you or not. And this, just for a point of reference, we're talking, did you say eighth grade? This was eighth grade? Yeah, so this is the 1991-92 school. Year. Right. <laughs> so almost 30 years ago. But um, he would, so I had him later in the day. And from like second hour on, you know, kids would have his class. And then... You would go into another class with another kid and he'd be like, and it got, the word got out throughout the day that Mr. Wheeler was in a really bad mood that day. And there was a quiz. He was giving everybody a quiz and the quiz was like super hard. And like everybody, you just heard this repeatedly throughout the day, like what a bad mood Mr. Wheeler was in and like, God, this test is so hard and it's so unfair that he's even giving us this test and whatever. So, by the time I went to his class, which was like fifth or sixth or seventh class of the day, like the feeling of dread that had just set into to all these kids <laughs> about like what like Mr. Wheeler was going to be so mad and he was going to be so like, you know, the test was going to be so hard. And we went in there and Mr. Wheeler was famous for like telling stories. The guy was a fantastic storyteller. Yes. And... We went into his class and everybody's just sitting there and like nobody's talking because we're all worried that like Mr. Wheeler's like really crabby that day. And then he starts like telling this story and everybody's like kind of like listening but kind of also like, you know, okay, when's this test gonna start? Like, uh oh, what's going on here? And then time just goes on and on and on. And he ends up soaking up the entire hour telling this one story. And then at the end of the hour, he says, now go tell your friends that I'm really mad and that, I don't, <laughs> and that I'm i giving you a really difficult quiz. And that's how he had it set up. So like people would, you'd go in there so nervous mm-hmm. and he would just, and like you would. I have you, no recollection you don't, of oh that. Man. I had him
1: third hour.
0: Okay. So <laughs> yeah, I had him later and I, I have no idea when I had him, but I think it was later in the day. But I just remember I, I I wonder if it's something that he did right. repeatedly. Right. You know, I don't know. It was kind of a just the the like release of tension. Right. It, some the but it was it was like gradual. You know, because like everybody's like looking at the clock, and the the classes are you know forty seven minutes or fifty mm-hmm. minutes or whatever they were, and you're like, we're not gonna have time. There's only like ten minutes left. Like he's going I into this what story.
1: Kind of life lesson that it was dropping
0: on us he's probably yeah. dropping on us like i'm the one in charge. Right. And i can do whatever <laughs> i want i don't know but um and then he he also did he message you recently with a copy of a letter yeah that you yeah wrote? uh
1: it was um he uh tracked me down on facebook
0: yeah, last like last year or something think, yeah. yeah yeah and we had written these letters to ourselves about what we would be doing in 25 years or something like that or or whatever what we wanted to do or something
1: something like or what we would think would happen
0: yeah mine mine just said that i would at that at 25 or 30 years in the future from that point right I would be getting ready re- to retire from my major league baseball career because I would be old and I wouldn't have it anymore.
1: Well, one of the things I wrote, I was and am uh, a uh, huge Andre Agassi fan, and I would wear these uh, Agassi shirts, and he would tease me because because I don't think he really liked him. I th- mm-hmm. think it was more of a like. Um, a Pete Sampras fan. And he, he would egg me on, but no, I no, I think one of the things I wrote was uh, Andre Agassi would be number one in the world and and I was <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> some twenty five years later it's just some time. Well, I mean the, it was that only that like four years? years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah. it wasn't too because much. Because I think it was only like after f- that.
1: four years later.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, We should maybe maybe I'll send this to Mr. Wheeler and let him know that we've talked about it for ten minutes here. Yeah. Um, So I never have cash with me, but I got I do this grocery delivery thing, and I got a tip today in like five. did you ask
1: him what is this
0: <laughs> I was like why what are you is giving, this why is color paper are you giving, me this, in my hand giving me this paper what am I supposed <laughs> to do with this I want numbers on a screen damn it but um so they gave me like a few dollar bills and I went I promptly went to McDonald's to get to get a diet I've been just, for, just so just you guys know I've really curtailed the diet Coke intake like and I'm from, like, <laughs> almost a gallon a day down to, like, one McDonald's Diet Coke a day now. To the point no where, bottles. where Brett's blood is now red. It's no <laughs> yeah, longer brown it's no anymore. longer brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I just thought, you know, if I'm getting stomach aches and I'm worried about my teeth falling out, then maybe I should change something. Right. So I changed it, and it's been pretty good the past few weeks. But um, I'm standing in line at McDonald's with my dollar bills waiting to pay and you know how they have um signatures on the bills it's the secretary of the Treasury, right secretary of the treasury <coughs> signs it and then also the treasurer of the united states and like mm-hmm. usually you can't like read what they say because it's just like messy right. you know scribbles or whatever the tr- the newer bills have the signature of the secretary of the treasurer who is Steve Mnuchin, <laughs> and his name is printed. It's not signed. Really? So pay attention to your newer bills, and look in the um, the name on the right is Steve Mnuchin, and if you can read it, you know what I'm talking about, because none of the others will you be able to. And it it looks like a second grader wrote it. <laughs> and maybe maybe it's not that bad, but you, I just the first thing I wondered was like, why is, does this, is there a backwards e in there? What, somewhere? no, but like, why is he not? Does he not know how to write in cursive? How old is he? Why is he? He's older than us. Right. Yeah. He's, I, I, well, I mean, he looks kind of robotic. So it looks like maybe he was just invented. Maybe he was just invented a few years ago. Maybe he's not. Maybe they didn't put that in his motherboard. But like. Isn't that odd? It just struck me as odd that he wouldn't well, was like. was
1: it on a dollar bill?
0: Yeah. Or on any currency the past few years. Yeah. Oh, damn. Breaking out a lot of cash here. Well. Do you have one? I do. Here yeah. it is. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, it, well, well, his last name is a mixture, it looks like. But the first name is 100% printed.
0: Every single letter in the last name is separate. I
1: don't know that. Yeah, that's, yeah.
0: All right, I'm going to take a picture of this with my phone right now, and we're going to post this on Instagram. I don't think, I'll get the, can anybody claim this $10 bill by having the serial number? Are you going to lose this (laughs) this money? (laughs) Let's see. Okay, here we go. Steve Mnuchin. Mr. Uh, it is, see. yeah. Dude, you you grabbed that $10 bill real quick. Like, he's not keeping my 10. There's an old one here. Yeah, like, you don't. You, you can't read this guy's name at all and you no. can't read the other guy's name on the other treasurer and secretary of the treasury. Yeah, yeah. Dude, now you're just showing off. No, this. Pull out a $10,000 bill and see who's, <laughs> whose signature's on Well, there. let me... Let me see. I think I... No, I put all my money in the... Oh, no, I do have a five here. Yeah, it's the same guy that... Whoever was Secretary of the Treasury in 2013, I don't, I can't even read that name. That's a signature. Yep. And, like, the other name, I can't read that either. The, but the guy in the middle I know, that's Abe Lincoln. Abe, honest Abe. Honest Abe. I would have been upset when he died. Probably. Well, I mean... He was president.
1: Lots of people probably were.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't know him. Yeah. Well... <laughs>
1: when they found out like nine months later <laughs> right <laughs> right
0: yeah did you ever see the movie lincoln no all right well i, I- have to it's on my list along with uh,
1: <laughs> terminator 2
0: did you not see terminator 2 no there's a new Terminator movie. I heard I about. I don't well, know if it's out. And we're like, even with like Linda, Linda like there are others. Are there really
1: between? What like one of them has Christian Bale, like Terminator Salvation or nah. something? Does There's it have a, Arnold Schwarzenegger?
0: If Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, is, I in don't David, know, it's not actually, Terminator.
1: but I heard that. So okay, so here is here is something actually. Um, two things, I did see trailers for this terminator whatever just came out if um arnold's a cyborg why is is he he getting older (laughs) yes then the other day like on last tuesday i was listening to xm radio and billy idol he was being interviewed and um he was actually cast as um in terminator 2 as uh that at the cop the bad terminator oh
0: okay yeah Robert burr i i don't know i what, saw the, it when it came out whatever yeah
1: yeah but he crashed his, his uh motorcycle oh yeah and he had to run they had cgi and they could do a lot of cgi but they still had to had to have some like
0: live action right. shots
1: and he couldn't run couldn't so, do it yeah
0: Billy Idol well it's probably good that they didn't because well am I thinking of the right like can you understand him when he talks or is his British he, accent so thick you're like can I get an English to English translation? Um, it's here?
1: um I'm um, it's not like William Gallagher but it <laughs> you can you can, under- you can understand oh him. yeah, okay.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, is that yeah <laughs> Is that insensitive of us to make no, it's a white English guy. You no, I mean by. like
1: when you watch behind the music they he had to put in, <laughs> subtitles. <laughs> put in subtitles. So yeah. it's he he just has that like thick, I think, northern yeah. accent.
0: Well, I do think the same <laughs> thing about um we were just talking before we started about uh Jeff Bridges, mm-hmm. who was in that bank robbery movie that we can't remember the name of from a couple years ago that was really good that took place in, like, West Texas or something. But, like, I've watched movies with him that I've had... I I like watching movies with subtitles on, like, all the time. Yeah. Just because I... I think I pay... You think you're deaf? No, no, (laughs) I think I just, like, pay attention better. Like, if I can read the movie, too... I... Jeff Bridges... Like the last movie I
1: saw him in, and I didn't even see all of it, was Dumb and Dumber.
0: Okay, yeah, well, I I never saw that, but like, um, I remember seeing. I think he won the best actor for that music movie where he was a guitar player. Here we go with me not being able to remember anything. Like the again. Country music guy. Yeah, that's Bo Bridges, isn't it? No no oh i think i'm getting right. oh great you're confusing the two of them um not true grit that was the that's jeff bridges
1: holy cow i've seen jeff bridges in a bunch of movies <laughs> <laughs> who
0: crazy, the hell is bo bridges bo Bridges is his brother who the hell's in dumb and dumber Jeff Bridges. No, Jeff Daniels.
1: Oh, this this is just
0: more evidence of how out of the
1: loop and ignorant
0: I am with actors. Heller High Water is okay. the movie that is the bank robbery movie that we were talking about okay. before. And when I watched that, that might have been the movie that started me watching subtitles because okay. I was I was watching it and I was like, "What the hell is he saying?" Mm-hmm. Like, it, I just couldn't. And,
1: because I watched that um g- when when he was a broken down musician alcoholic yeah crazy heart yeah bad yeah,
0: Blake yeah. yeah he he that's oh my gosh that was 11 years ago I would have guessed right. that was like four or five years ago yeah I, but um yeah he subtitles are definitely your friend with jeff bridges and in some of those I, I mean I haven't seen a lot of them but he was on an episode of WTF and I could understand him the entire episode. Because so. it wasn't
1: acting. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> They're like, we need you to be a little less comprehensive. Right. Come. Uh, not. Un- what's the word I'm looking for? Comprehensive. Not comprehensive. You know. comprehensible, com- Maybe. Understandable. Whatever. Um, anyway. All right. So um, I got a report back. In the report. About our little pig conversation the the other day in the in the last episode. Okay. Pigs are dumb as shit. They smell like shit, and none of them are remotely like Wilbur. So it should be no surprise that none of them are remotely like Wilbur because Wilbur talked. Right. Well, well, yeah. So, like my, I think that docent at Lincoln Park Zoo was lying to me and was just trying to make me feel good about the.
1: Well, pigs. if. If I'm not mistaken, a pig led the revolt in animal time <laughs> and came up with the great phrase four legs good, two legs bad. <laughs> four legs good, two legs bad.
0: <clears throat> so take that. I didn't know you had such a such a solid argument. <laughs> like- Damn, that's more what I well. <laughs> that's... <laughs> When was the last time you read Animal Farm? That must have made a big impact on you. Like four years ago. Did you really read it re- recently? I've
1: probably read it like 20
0: times. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just re- it's
1: just a really good book.
0: I read it <laughs> once in whatever grade that we were supposed to. and I, th- I...
1: Uh, I think that was uh, sophomore year, I think. English. that might be right yeah
0: um, mrs Minks.
1: um actually uh, i don't know no i'm picturing a I'm picturing another english class hmm. i don't, I don't know. know but there are certain books i read an- like annually yeah two books i read annually one is the Christmas carol mm-hmm. or the original chuck d and i and i also chuck d. i also read that's
0: charles dickens to the rest of the world <laughs> the, the original
1: chuck d and i also read what happened at midnight by one of the greatest authors ever franklin w dixon <laughs> the hardy boys so
0: what happened in me?
1: <laughs> so that was the first like quote unquote novel i read as a uh, he as a kid in it and i mean this is the power <clears throat> of literature and the imagery it like created such imagery in my head i would read it constantly mm-hmm. and then as I got older I just I just thought I'm as in as an honor to my childhood I'm gonna read this every every year for the rest of my life nice so yeah and I, then I'm pretty sure either you in middle school or high school pointed out that Franklin W Dixon wasn't real because- I was just
0: gonna say that it was I think it was well. I think it might have been college
1: because I couldn't figure out. We might have been talking about the Hardy Boys, and I, like I said in a previous podcast, I think I can be pretty airheaded at times. I could, <laughs> I could never figure out how. Uh, during the end end of every Hardy Boys book, they would they would allude to the next book. Okay. they they have the title and everything and i'm just like damn man this guy is like like six books ahead constantly and it turns out dude's well, a ghost right well now. yeah
0: the other thing that we realized was like you know the first hardy boys book came out in you know whenever it was the 40s or 50s well, or whatever
1: it was actually the original run was in 28, I think.
0: Was it that? Okay, (laughs) and that was Franklin W. Dixon? Right,
1: and then what they do is update it for every
0: every generation. generation okay okay so
1: to the and, point now where they're like getting killed
0: oh yeah are they really oh yeah oh man they're
1: killing people their friends are getting killed holy and cow this well is back in the
0: 90s yeah and so we were wondering like you know this franklin w dixon must be like 100 yeah. years old if he's writing a book in the 20s <laughs> this guy's and in the 90s yeah and then and I we did some research and found out that I don't know if there ever was a Franklin W. Dixon, but it's just the name that a series of ghost writers right. use now. Kind of like James Patterson. Like James Patterson right. isn't writing his own stuff. Although he actually puts other people's names on his books now. But if you if you read a James Patterson book in the past 15 years, Jimmy isn't writing it. Um, all right. Well, before I backtrack to the other thing, I can't let 10th grade Mrs. Minks pass. Without this fantastic <laughs> Brian Crawl story that I'm going to tell, you know, you there's a, there's a couple of stories that I could tell from that. There's class,
1: a few in there, but, but this one is this. Awesome.
0: This is a good one. So we are reading some Our I Town. I oh, was it Our yeah. Town. Okay, so we're reading Our Town, the play, and you know we're taking turns. Everybody's assigned a character or whatever, and we're taking turns reading it or whatever. And Brian is sitting next to me in this class. And, you know, everybody's been reading for a while. And I look over and Brian, like, catches my eye and he proceeds to take his belt off (laughs) of his pants and takes his belt off, wraps it around his arm, (laughs) pulls it tight (laughs) and starts... Slapping his arm. This was before heroin was an epidemic. Yes, this is before, like when you could when you when heroin was still funny. Yeah. (laughs) This is back when it was hilarious. Back when it was hilarious. (laughs) But just to see him, we're reading Our Town, he pulls his belt out and starts like slapping his arm. I I could I I had to it was so funny! Did you get in trouble for that? Well, or? yes.
1: Uh, that was when we had a um,
0: student teacher, student teacher yeah. who
1: kicked me out, out in the hallway. And back then, there were these principal forms called PL one forms. <laughs> She's like, "I'm gonna PL one you." So later on, I I got kicked out of the room, and she was irritated and. Went to get a PL one, one form, and um, one of the students goes. I later heard, told her, "You know that that's a hall pass, right?" <laughs> and she started laughing yeah. and kind of Can let me, me off the hook. Yeah, so
0: yeah. I was kind of a jackass
1: in high school. It was great, for though. Sure. It's it,
0: I one of the funniest things I had it ever was, seen. Yes, it was very good. It was
1: hilarious.
0: Um. So all of that sidetrack from the pig stuff and that, you know, talking about the preciousness of animals. And I don't, I can't remember if I've already mentioned this. It's in my notes. I don't know if I just didn't delete it. But I've, did I talk about my idea for like cow trading cards? No. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> so We may have talked about this after like five beers at brew fest because right. it sounds kind of familiar right
0: and if if this makes no sense go drink five beers and re-listen to this and then it'll make perfect sense but this idea so you go to the store you get a steak okay and you get some ground beef and you get uh roast or something okay rump roast <laughs> I just think that the meat industry could increase sales if, with every package of meat, they included like a little card, like a baseball card right. of the animal that it came from. <laughs> so you could. This is Moonerva. <laughs> yeah, right. You could, like, you know, buy a steak, buy like the top sirloin of Moonerva, and think <laughs> that Moonerva was like such an awesome well I, I I don't want just the top sirloin I want the rump roast and the bottom round and the shoulder whatever and the t-bone and like all of you could just want to collect Give all me of shank yeah you could like want to collect all of the moonerva Mun- cards <laughs> <laughs> And like so all of a sudden you went in for one steak and you're coming out with like you know a whole cattle because you want to collect the cards.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a it's genius marketing idea.
0: It's genius. Now the problem you run into is, is when you get to ground beef.
1: Well I think the problem is having a freezer that large, actually. <laughs> yes, that's a problem.
0: <laughs> but like ground beef, like you get a pound of ground beef, that's probably like ten different cows oh, just yeah, in that little pound. Easily. You're not getting sorry to burst your bubble, but you're not just getting plus you're
1: heading. To a co op or whatever. Right, or
0: like yeah, yeah. Or like maybe even a butcher that like grinds his own meat or something, you can get like, you know, get it all but whatever. So anyway, cow trading cards. The time has come, man. It it's I've thought about this for I'm twenty for twenty years. I haven't I haven't found the right meat guy yet to talk to you about it though. So I although <clears throat> I was gonna say maybe it would be bad because you would get too attached, but like by the time you're getting the cart, it's it's too late. I mean, you're you're not gonna you're not gonna save the cow. It's he's already all packaged and everything. But
1: you'll like check out what his um, stats. Yeah, are. what his stats yeah. are. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. Go like all out. Go. And then maybe you can like buy some like shoes made out of his hide or
1: something. Well, I mean. He could have a war also, like a war? Oh, yeah, like a like, baseball like a how much better replacement. How much better of a cow would it have have to take to taste better than 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 Manura?
0: Like, this is a certified Angus, and this is exactly. just directly exactly right, right.
1: Fuck analytics and baseball. <laughs> Assholes.
0: Or uh the uh like, you know, 75% lean ground beef versus the 85% lean or whatever. Right. I, I don't know how they come up with any. How of all that, do that. I don't know. I think it, it must Take just. Take out the fat. I, I think it's probably just. When you're using 20 cows, like,
1: <laughs> right. who the hell's keeping track?
0: I, I suspect it's probably just whatever parts they're using. Right. They know, like, some parts are more are fatty than others. dick and balls has, <laughs> has less fat in it. Right. <laughs> So you guys think you're a being all healthy with your 96% right. lean, but really you're just eating Rocky Mountain oysters and cow penis. That is fantastic. Um I I got into a little uh, Facebook spat on the baseball reference Page the other day about which
1: is not the first time no
0: and it won't be the last but we won't get into that because your baseball analytics thing made me think of that
1: Um, I'm gonna get into it and there are probably some baseball fans out there with their millions and millions of uh listeners, but war can't be real if there are eleven different calculations for it. Right. It, it just yeah,
0: it's all it just can't be. No. This can't no. be real. No, it can't. Um a batting average, that's it's one calculation. Upon. It's agreed upon. Yes. It's, it's the, a calculation. The number of hits divided by yeah. the number of at bats. Nice I and can, easy.
1: I can even get behind, like on base percentage, because it's a calculation, right? I mean, but War has eleven different calculations depending on what outlet you are reading, which means they want you to believe something that isn't really true,
0: right? Yes, I agree. We've had many uh, conversations at Brewfest about this, and maybe as like bonus material, sometime we'll do a War episode <laughs> so the people that really want to listen to yes. us can we'll listen get eight to listeners on board yeah. people listen to it and be like these why am i listening these guys are entertaining but they're not entertaining enough <laughs> they're to really to. reaching that yeah <laughs> they're not entertaining enough. right right <laughs> they just did 55 minutes on Jose Rijo's 1993 <laughs> pitching season with the Reds. Like, why do I care about this? Okay, we'll we'll spare you that. Um, white chocolate. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, <laughs> hang on a second. I don't want to get into the
1: the. I, I really don't want to talk about color, man.
0: White chocolate yeah. <clears throat> is an abomination. So, so I, I have these
1: these odd food things where oh yeah, where, where I don't like chocolate, but if you give me a baby Ruth, I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> but like white chocolate, I do not eat unless it's on a pretzel or raisin.
0: Yeah, okay, I'm I'm on board with That's that.
1: That's about it. I yeah, mean, uh, there's a. a There's this like old Christmas type snack food where it's pretzels, M&M's covered in white chocolate. That's good also, but I'm not buying a white chocolate Hershey bar. Yes.
0: Whether they're out there, I don't know. There, there. I was just as you were talking, I was just trying to think. I think there's like white chocolate Kit Kats or something. Or as I was rating my kids' Halloween candy,
1: okay,
0: I've seen white chocolate and I get so angry. Like, why is that? Because it's white chocolate, it's horrendous. Like, it's I mean, it's not even chocolate, it's white chocolate. I I did some research into it, actually, research into it. I mean, it's 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 chocolate, but it's it doesn't have cocoa solids in it. It's all cocoa butter, and cocoa solids is what makes chocolate chocolate. So white chocolate is cocoa solids removed. So all you have left is cocoa butter. Okay. Like cocoa butter, like you rub that on your body as lotion. Like, can it's I wipe fine. it off with
1: a pretzel afterwards? <laughs>
0: Is this gonna taste good? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I, surely somebody out there has accidentally tasted your own cocoa butter lotion, right? Um, I don't know. I don't even know how how this got into my notes, but I know it's been a long time thing that white chocolate is just right. infuriating to me. Like, I cannot believe you as a chocolate hater, mm-hmm. and. you're do you like ketchup
1: and mustard? Um, m- mustard, it can't be yellow, but I'll eat it. But there are so many other mustards out oh, there. Yeah. I so love mustard. Ketchup, I really do not like it. But like, uh, if I'm at a um, fast food place like Wendy's or Portillo's, oh, right. I just tell them put everything on it because – because you're going to get screwed if you ask for a special treatment yeah. all these years there's probably a 60 percent accuracy rate that i'll get the right order yeah. so i just learned to just eat it it yeah. just yeah. it's, it's not worth it it's not worth it just I, eat it
0: i just remember thinking years I ago that like you have to be the only person on earth who doesn't like ketchup mustard and chocolate like the, that three combo but yet you'll eat all three but like not a preference right. yeah. but um I just can't imagine anybody when who likes chocolate when given the choice who will say yes I'll take white chocolate over cho- milk chocolate right. or even better dark chocolate like I don't I'm, need... I'm sorry about your taste buds like what other stuff are you eating that you're what all messed up What does white
1: chocolate with? taste like on its own
0: It's like waxy It's it's like it's not chocolate. It's like it's 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 like, you know, that feeling that you felt when you saw there's something about Mary when you're like, this is going to be so good and then you watched it and you're like, "Yeah, it's not even that good." Yes. That is white chocolate. Which okay. <laughs> just a huge letdown. It's a huge, letdown. huge fucking letdown. It's a huge letdown. Okay. And you're like, "Oh, this is going to be so good." And you're like, "I wasted calories on this?" Right. I could have had a freaking peanut M&Ms. They they do they make white chocolate peanut M Ms? I don't know. If they have, or white chocolate M M&M, if they have, I've blocked them out of my mind because it's so it's so ridiculous. Although I will say, I'm angry even at plain M Ms lately, because if plain M M&M, like they're fine, I'll eat them if that's all I have. I'll, but like when I go to the vending machine,
1: you want the peanut.
0: Why would I choose plain when I can get a peanut?
1: And I love those, actually. I will eat peanut M&M's, but not plain.
0: I will. Yeah. I, I mean, I like I said, I will eat them. I won't buy them. But, like, right. if you had, like, a bowl of plain M&M's here, I'm going to eat them. Right. I'm not going to turn my nose up at them.
1: But I'll tell you what I will eat, which <laughs> leads us to a new ad for uh, Ferrara Pan candies. <laughs> makers of lemon heads, jawbreakers, and it, now they're called orange heads and cherry heads. Mm-hmm. But back back in the 80s and 90s, those were um, cherry heads, were Cherry Clan.
0: Uh, clan?
1: Cherry Clan. Mm-hmm. It kind of do the research on the cherry clan. It's a little r- racial. <laughs> it sounds like um he, Johnny Appleseed was a sour apple candy. Alexander the Grape. Those are very very good candies, but yeah. Ferrara pan candies and I'm pretty sure that they're somewhat local out of Chicago I think. Yeah,
0: they were a sponsor of Cubs baseball broadcasts when we were okay. kids because I remember them, you know, this
1: this and, and like, game brought to you by Ferrara. Cherry candies. Clan has like the box art is was not racially uh sensitive but before they were Cherry Clam, they were called uh, that um, ch- um, That actor, that Charlie Clam, or
0: some Asian actor. Charlie Chan? Charlie Chan, Charlie yes. Chan? Yeah. Charlie Chan, okay. Yeah. Huh. Did you do research into this, or is this just some long ago thing that you remember? This has popped up periodically because i've left pan candy lemon heads are really good lemon i haven't tomatoes. had them for years I they're really be, good i may be stopping they're all awesome some. yeah jawbreakers um yeah. Jo- well to me boston breakers. baked beans oh boston baked one of the most for sure so yeah. if
1: if um anybody from dairy queen or dairy bell is listening you should have an ice cream treat
0: with Boston baked beans. I think that would be awesome. Boston baked beans are rough enough on your teeth as the, as it is. Like no, if man, you, you you
1: chop them up, like a blizzard just has like chopped up hard candy.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. So you're not just, putting them in their hole. No. I'm just thinking like a whole frozen Boston baked bean. No, like you're not no, gonna have I any mean, teeth. <laughs> no. Okay, I already got a crown just <laughs> put on in September.
1: <laughs> I don't have to get three more crowns. Yeah, just <laughs> okay, and okay. he they're um actually
0: softer. Actually. Are they? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. They I'll aren't be on like board with that. jawbreaker tough. Right. So, but they do have like the hard outer shell, right? The reddish. It's a like,
1: medium. Yeah.
0: Okay. It, it, and it's textured.
1: No. Uh, no, you are thinking of, of uh, burnt peanuts, which is another underrated old man candy. <laughs>
0: old man candy.
1: One of Worthers.
0: <laughs> I went. Um, we got to wrap this up, but I went to. Um, I went to. I had a therapist appointment this past Wednesday, and I went. And this guy keeps Jolly Ran- a jar of Jolly Ranchers on his. Jolly
1: Ranchers are good.
0: Jolly Ranchers are good. And, um, I, I went in there and I was like, can I take one of these? And he's like, I've found most people probably want three or four of them and I was like all right I'll load up my pockets just take a so handful I took like 3 or 4 and ate those during the session and then before I left I took like 3 or 4 more and then I was walking to my car like Thursday morning and I put my hand in my pocket to keep it warm I was like look it's a Jolly Rancher and totally made my day so anyway Jolly Ranchers yeah it's hard candy is good stuff all right anyway um well, thanks for listening. Did you have anything else you wanted to say?
1: Yes. <laughs> One, purchase Ferrero Pan candy. In our age of low carbs, I think a Ferrara Pan is worth it. But most importantly, go to your local Strachan Van Til, which is only local to Northwest Indiana, and buy laying Ice. Make your drink happy. Make your mouth happy. laying
0: Ice. I did some research on Lang Ice the other day. They're actually based out of Chicago. I thought they were in Hammond, I do but see. they're a Chicago company. Okay, and they have locations all over Chicago. So if you're in the Windy City, you'll find some Lang Ice somewhere. Benny's has yes. lots of Lang Ice. Yes. So, or if you if you come to see us in Northwest Indiana, if we if we have you as a guest on the show, and you come to the Florida room, we will serve you laying ice ice. only laying ice all right uh thanks for listening give us a five-star review tell your friends give us a, a good rating um and come back next time for some more interesting stimulating talk thanks for listening
1: take care